Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, welcome back to the League Two preview podcast by the Lower League Look. Uh, I'm back, I'm my Matthew and I'm with Charlie. We are your preview team and uh, there's a few exciting games coming up this week, isn't there, Charlie? There is There is uh, one or two, maybe three or four exciting games this week. Um, yeah, we're back and it's. I'm thrilled to be here. Uh, Honoured again to be in the company of Matthew and yeah. It's just good to be back. Oh, you're such a charmer. Right. We will get straight on into this week then. So for the first game, we're going to look forward to, I think, again, we did it last, well, sorry, not last week. We had a bit of a break. But the week before, we started with our own teams. Obviously, I'm a Notts County fan. Charlie, you're a Bradford City fan. Uh, why don't we... We were both at the Bradford game on we were. Uh, Wednesday night. So, why don't we start with Bradford? Because they're coming up against Barrow. What, how are you How are you feeling about this one? Uh, very confident. Very, very confident. I mean, we've not really got solid form at Barrow. So, it's not like we lose every time or we win every time. Uh, so, it's purely going off the form. And especially, you know, like... You know, you were there on Wednesday. From what I saw on Wednesday, it's nothing but encouragement. I feel like if we played for that till the rest of the season, we'll go up. I know you said that, and I think a lot of people said that. A lot of people messaged me saying the same. Um, yeah, Barrow, a good side. They, they uh, beat us 2-1 at home uh, when, I think it was Alexander's first game. Could be making that up. Um, um, we played well. But it was sort of a similar story to on Wednesday that we didn't finish his chances and just a lapse of judgment and we got shown, we got punished for it really. So, yeah, I don't think it's a hard game. Um, whether the result shocks us or not, I'm not too sure because Barrow are a good side. We've seen that this season. But I'm backing us to win purely off um, our, our play style and the way we've been playing. Especially on Wednesday, if we can re- replicate that, it'll be about five or six nil. Especially if we have um, Andy Cook up top. Oh, 100 percent! With the amount of chances you created on Wednesday, you deserve to be a, a decent league one side in Wickham Wanderers. Uh, and yeah, like you've said, Barrow aren't. aren't they, I believe you said a couple of weeks back that 
Farrah going through a purple patch and you're just waiting for it to end. Yeah. I, I think it's ended because they've got three losses on the bounce in the league, which isn't great for Barrow, considering how they were doing their sixth now, which obviously is still a decent positioning for Barrow, but when they were third place, not like maybe a couple of weeks back, you think that's a bit of a drop. Yeah. Um, so, and on judging by form, Bradford should come away with the win. Obviously, you've won your last three in the league. Should have won again on Wednesday. The football you played was really quite good. Are you at home on Saturday? No, we're away. So, I'm making the trip up, which I'm not looking forward to making the trip up last time we went to Cumbria. It didn't end too well that we're in playoffs. Um, but I've not been to Barrow yet. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and I'll, I'll love to say hello to Barrow Dan as well. I hope he's listening to this. Uh, shout out to Barrow Dan. Um, shout out to Barrow Dan. <laughs> but yeah, the, the purple patch, it feels to me as though it's almost, like I said, you know, it, it were going to end at some point. But part of me thinks, well, what if? the patch is the poor run and not the good one. I don't know what colour that would be, but um, brown. Yeah, that brown patch. The brown patch, they've been through one. I I did expect them to turn it round after, you know, was it Salford? But it Mm. just seems like they're struggling a bit. Um, But I'm backing us completely. I'm backing us. I'm going to say 2-1 away win for us. Oh wow! Okay, I mean, I, to be honest, I've got to go with you. I think I think Bradford will come away with this. Is there now? There's a good Barrow have got some good players. Is there anyone that you're kind of particularly worried about coming up against? Is there anyone you think we need to kind of watch out for? Uh, I'd say Ben Whitfield. I feel like everyone knows how good he can be. Uh, Barrow fans, especially, he's he's. Goal stats this season are insane. I don't know him off by heart, but it, it feels like he's scoring or assisting or both every game. You know, it, it, it feels like such a key player since coming back from his injury. Um, maybe Stockton, you know, he's, he scored a wonder goal the other week. So maybe a bit worried about him, but I think our defence is organised enough. Um, and I, I just feel like we, we could deal with them very well. And if we attack like we did on uh, Wednesday, then they won't be able to deal with us, simple as. Yeah, no, I think you're spot on. I think, obviously, Barrow have got some very good attacking players and very, like, well, you mentioned Ben Whitfield and to be honest, I think if I were to name one, he'd be the guy for me as well. Um, they are, they're, they're great, great players individually and obviously as a team, they've worked very well this season as well, but um, with this, this brown patch they're in at the moment, <laughs> I can't see it going any other way than a Bradford win. Um, and I know, I think the last podcast we said that we were going to start doing some results, looking at like our our predictions and whatnot. We didn't do that last week. So I think from this week forward, our predictions we should take note of. And we're going to create our own little league table between myself and Charlie. So for Bradford Barrow, you are going for a 2-1 Bradford win. Yep, I'm writing these down as we speak. Okay, do you want to write yours? I'll write mine. Yep. Lovely stuff. I am going to go for a 4-2 Bradford win. 4-2? 4-2. I hope so. I hope so. I'll take that. (laughs) That'd be a good game to go to, wouldn't it? It'd be brilliant. It'd be better than Wednesday. But yeah, like if we relentlessly attack like we did before, 
it's got to there's be. no reason why not be. yeah and yeah i mean that kind of rounds off the first game look at us doing well look at us not it spending way too long on one team i know i'm i'm proud i'm proud of you and i'm proud of myself too so i know well we've, done. we've done well we've done well there we have this is where it goes downhill because uh we'll now look on to Notts county versus crew um I mean, Crew are a very good side. They're doing very, very well. A lot better than I think most... Well, a lot better than I expected them to do. A lot better than most people expected them to do. Um, currently sat fourth. Just one point uh, off the automatics. Which is a bit mad. They're two points off second and four points off the top spot. I mean, I know League 2 is tight, but that's ridiculous for Crew. I know. Is, is it... Um, I don't know what your experiences were the first time you played them this season. But, and I mean this in the most respectful way, I I don't know how they've got up there from how they played against us, whether it was a fluke or not. They beat us, but that does not strike to me in um, an autos-pushing team. Um, Me, personally, I think you've turned yourselves around from what I've been hearing about people. You're playing really well, really convincingly. And I didn't see that from crew. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I've watched them week in, week out. But... Fair play to them, you know, fair play because nobody expected them to go up there. Um, how likely are they to reach top three, would you say? I don't think they will. I don't think they'll reach top three. I think Stockport, Mansfield, Wrexham, they're all too strong. Man, uh, MK Dons are too strong and they're on a bit of a push at the moment as well. Yeah, I, I think Crew will maintain um, themselves in the playoffs, but I don't see them getting top three. If they do, I'll be very shocked. Uh, crew beat us last time. Uh, we went to their place and we lost one nil. Um, I I wasn't there, uh, but we lost, so I can only assume it wasn't very good. But I think with a lot of these reverse fixtures that we're going to start looking at, I think it's important to take into account the fact that both of our sides that we've looked at so far have had changed managers since the last. Well, for me, since the last game, and for you. you Graham Alexander's first game was against Barrow. Um, so a lot can change in that time. And I, yeah, I think you're right. We have had we have turned it around a little bit. Our, even though our form again isn't great, we've only won one in the last five and lost three of them. Like we um the game against Wrexham, there's the very controversial handball goal that was disallowed. Um, which I don't want to bang on too much about because it's all over Twitter constantly, but it was definitely not a handball. Yeah. Um, we would have come away with a draw. Um, Stephen Fletcher's got a brilliant goal against us, by the way. He's a class player. Um, but I think with Maynard, his defensive style is starting to come in. We've conceded such a little amount of goals recently compared to what we used to do. Um, and beating Newport away, that was a I think that's kind of a turning point for the rest of our season. I know we lost the game after to Wrexham, but beating Newport, who were at the time the most informed side in the league, 3-1 at their place when we were doing pretty poorly form-wise, that that could be the little boost that we need to kind of kick on for the second half of the season. And I don't know, I don't know how many games we've got left, maybe 14, 16 games left, something like that. We've got, there's a lot of points to play for and we need to play for as many as we can of them because... I want us to get playoffs and I think it'll be a bit of a disappointment if we don't get playoffs after this start. Yeah, I mean, what the biggest thing for criticism that I heard under Luke Williams is that your defensive 
structure was weak. You def- I don't know if it was that your defenders were weak, but you signed some in January. I know this. Um, so I don't know whether that's key. It feels like that with a missing piece because you've got no issue scoring goals. We all know about the strength you've got up top and stuff like that. So it seems like now you've rectified the defensive issues, everything else should fall into place and you should be happy. I think you'll get playoffs. I feel like a lot of the teams in playoffs, well, like, you know, Harrogate, Barrow might even drop out, but I feel like there definitely is at least one team in playoffs right now that won't be there come the end of the season. So it's, it's you know, many teams, like loads of teams are pushing for it. We're all pushing for it. And I, I think now that you've sorted out your defence, You've got the attack. I, f- I just feel like you are going to be very capable of getting the results that you need. I'd like to think so. We've we have recruited in in January. We've signed a midfielder from Crew actually, um, Cole Kirk. I think is how you pronounce it. We've signed Jaden Warner on loan from Norwich, who is um, a great little signing to have made. Aidan Baldwin, even though he's already our player, seems to have turned a corner this season and has become an, an absolute rock at the back under Maynard, which is fantastic. We're getting a lot more of our injured players back. And we've even added up front, which is a bit weird, with that uh, uh, with Jatta, who has come from, I think he came from the Dutch leagues, I think. Is this he is really uh, is good? Cool? I saw him. I saw the hype around him, and there seems to be a lot of talk around him. Is he any good? What are your thoughts? I, I don't him? think anybody really knows. I think the <laughs> the hype has come from the fact that he's a completely unknown, like six foot something striker, and he's completely different dynamically to the rest of our side. He go. He comes into the side and easily becomes the tallest and most physical man we've got, and I think it just provides another element to our attack, which is something we've lacked. Like we've had, like with David McGoldrick playing up front and Langstaff on the wing recently, is added a new element to our attack, which we can phase in and out of, which is really interesting. But then with Jatter as well, we can then play almost like a target man and players to run off him rather than running alongside Langstaff. They can run off the striker, which again adds a completely new element, which I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that works in action. And hopefully, Crew will be the game he gets a bit of game time because he hasn't, he he wasn't on the bench. Well, he was sorry, he wasn't in the squad against Wrexham. Um, so I can only hope that he's going to be at least on the bench against Crew. And I'd love to see him make an appearance because everybody's really excited about having him. But I think the excitement has come from him being unknown rather than him coming in and being like, "Oh my god, he's brilliant!" <laughs> yeah, I mean, how do you even come across? that sort of player at this level and be confident, you know, confident that you need him. It's it's such an interesting one. It's like, what have they seen? Where have they seen it? Have they just stumbled across him? You know, maybe you've just been playing football manager and they thought, right, we'll have him. He's good. It feels like a football manager signing. It pretty much is. I think our owners tend to use our club a bit like football manager because even when we're in the non... So our owners came to have kind of built their fortune off this um, website called Football Radar, which is like football stats. Yeah, And basically it's, it's does pretty much every league you can think of. And we sort of moneyball the team in a way which most players are brought in are brought on specific stats that they're really good with. 
um, like Ruben Rodriguez, for example, we signed him from like the third division of somewhere or other. And now, <laughs> we, and then he's gone on to play at Oxford United after being one of our uh, best players for a couple of seasons. And it's like, how on, no, nobody had ever heard of him before he came to Notts. And now he's playing at a top league one side. So do you have your faith in, in, what's his name, Jatta? I think it's Alessandra Jatta, but I, I, I really think I'm mispronouncing this. Um, I do. I do have faith in, in Jatta because I don't, there's not very often our owners use this sort of method and, and get something wrong. Um, yeah. The one I can think of off the top of my head is we signed um, Cairo Mitchell from Chesterfield and he had a, a, a poor tenure with us. I don't, he didn't get the game time. He didn't really kick on like a lot of us hoped he would do. And his, his contract has kind of fizzled out. And then he went to, um, I think he went to Eastleigh or Rochdale last season. And he did that, yes, he's, he did really well. Or he's there now and he's doing a lot better. So it's all about stylistic features and stuff like that, which we just weren't implementing for him. Um, but I've got, I've, I've always got confidence in our owners since, since they've come in. It's been nothing but positive. And our recruitment is sort of uh, goes through the channel of ownership rather than manage- management. Um, yeah, which is an interesting way to do it, but it, it I mean, it's working, so I'm not going to complain about it. And I, I, I'm excited to see what he can do. Very excited. And uh, do you think he'll do anything tomorrow? Do you think? I think he'll come oh. on and score a goal. All right. Why so, not? Predictions. He's going to score one goal. I think he's going to score gonna be? at least one. I think yep. it's going to be a close one. I'm going to say Notts win 2-1. Okay. I'm going to disagree with you. All right, I'm okay. going to say a one-all draw. But we will back the boy to score. And he's going to have the game of his life. So, one-all. I'm not in one my all. result. That With the Jatta being... The man of the year, the ma- yeah player of the season. He's that he's only going to play that match. He'll come off injured and he get player of the season. I don't say he's going to come off injured, man. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need that sort of luck. <laughs> um, right, lovely stuff. So you th- you don't back us. I do. Fair enough. Um, I think looking on maybe there's there's a couple more big games. I think. Mansfield Salford's probably quite a big one that we we definitely need to look into in a nice bit of detail. Uh, Mansfield obviously uh, had the opportunity to go top of the league um, on Saturday uh, and failed to do so when Stockport lost, didn't they? Stockport got battered. They didn't think it was it four nil. I think I, I made that up. Yeah, no, you're spot on. It was four nil. They got beat 4-0 by Tramway on Saturday and then drew to Gillingham on 0-0 on Tuesday. Um, and I think I think Mansfield last... Oh, words. I think Mansfield's last game, yes, was Saturday and they lost to Walsall after their 9-2 win, uh, which was a bit random. Oh. But yeah, Mansfield need to almost react to that and I think they will do because if they win... Tomorrow, they will go top, I think. I think oh, so, no. I believe so. Depending on what Stockport do, sorry. But Matt will do still have a game on hand, game in hand. 
So, yeah, I, I think in terms of kicking on from that, Mansfield theme, feel to me an extremely finely tuned team. You know, Stockport, we credit them for, you know, their good squad, their good management and stuff like that. But something about Mansfield strikes me as almost, you know, systematic. It's like they're just grinding out results, grinding out results, and they're getting them. You know, obviously, they've just come off a loss. But it just seems to me like a team will sort themselves out because they need to go up this season. You know, they, they've been through a lot of hurt. They keep being there or thereabouts, but not quite good enough. They've been like that for a few seasons now. Um, and I, f- I feel like part of that is has all culminated in, in this season where they're just on point nearly every game, getting the results. And, they, you know, they've not given Stockport a break. Very, I mean, obviously, Stockport made it a bit easy on them, maybe. But I, I think the way they've been grinding out results and sort of making sure this season is uh, it makes me really confident in their team and their team's abilities. So, yeah. Yeah, no, you're spot on. I think Mansfield. I think, I think Mansfield have been in League Two for about eleven seasons, ten, eleven seasons, something like that. So a long time they've been in the same division, and ev- and they've always kept progressively, progressing, oh, progressively getting slightly better each season. And like you've said, it seems to have culminated now where they are almost the perfect sort of League Two side. They've got a bit of everything that they need to go up, and I think. And you can't put it down to one player, but I think Aidan Flint was almost the last piece of the puzzle for them. Yeah. Because he's an absolute rock, whilst also being an attacking threat in the box. It, I can't explain how much I am so jealous that Mansfield have Aidan Flint. Well, when, when they made that signing in the summer, it, it was like a big deal. You know, people were talking about that going, oh my God, how have they done that? You know. And, and that reflects on this season, you know, the undefeated run at the start of the season, that's a credit to their defence, you know, as well as the attack, I guess. But, you know, you know what I mean? You've got, yeah, of course. you've got to be good at both ends. And another thing is, it feels almost as though at the start of the season, I personally were criticising Mansfield saying they should be scoring more goals. But if you look at the stats and stuff like that, I think they've been scoring a lot of goals. They've been scoring pretty much even to their XG stuff like that. And that just points to me that they're doing everything that they need to do and they're dealing with everything properly. You know, maybe the odd result every now and then throwing them off a bit. But right now, I think 100% they're going up, 100%. And I back them to win this game. No offence to Salford. I don't think there's any chance that they... If they don't go up this season then there's going to be a lot of uproar, I think, in terms of the players they've got and the players they will likely lose, like your Aidan Flints, like your Keela Duns, um, who are just exceptional. And you're right, yeah, they've scored, I think, the second most goals in the league, just behind Stockport and Knotts. Um, our goals against record is slightly more, though. Um but yeah, they are they they definitely have improved since the beginning of the season. It was almost like that unbeaten run, which is really weird to say, but their unbeaten run almost seemed like they were finding their feet almost. Because yeah. like you said, they weren't outscoring teams massively. They weren't demolishing everyone in their path. They were just getting by. And now they've kind of they've done that. They've played everybody. They know how to how to dismantle teams and they are doing. Um that being said. 
Salford have very much turned their season around since the appointment of is it is it Carl Robinson the new manager? It is Carl Robinson. Since his appointment, Salford have been a significantly better team. And how even though I don't think they will match up to um the likes of Mansfield, it's important not to rule them out because it was only a few weeks back they beat Wrexham three one. It was only a yeah. couple of weeks back they beat Solf uh, beat Crew. Admittedly, Barrow, been, and yeah, and literally last week they beat Barrow. Three of the teams who were in contention for automatics they've beaten in the like this calendar year. So Salford aren't a team to be written off. Matt Smith is an incredibly good player, but it's it's hard to bet against Mansfield when they have got the side and the tactical awareness and the stylistic manner of the football. All of that's going for them in every game. Yeah, I think it's going to be. It's either going to be a battle, a real battle, you know, akin to Notts versus Grimsby, you know, or it's going to be the driest, like two teams cancelling them out, cancelling each other out. It's going to be the driest game ever. But we, we don't know. We don't know anything could happen, you know. And to be honest, despite what we've said about uh, Mansfield, like you've just said, Wrexham could go and bat them and wouldn't be too surprised. Not Wrexham, Salford. Salford could go and bat Mansfield and I won't be too surprised. I won't be surprised if Wrexham beat Mansfield tomorrow because they're not fucking playing them, but you know. No, I know I, I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm with you for myself. Like, I expect Mansfield to win, but it wouldn't be like a really if Salford won. Yeah, or got a result against Mansfield. Um, well, I put my prediction down first last time. Do you want to put your? What's your prediction? Charles? I'm going to put mine down, and I'm saying a three-all, which is very specific. All a three-all. Wow. Okay. I am going to go for a two-nil Stags win. Okay. Okay. They're at home. It's a very basic result, I know, but they're at home, and I just think they're too strong. They, they, I, I would put money on them bouncing back after their defeat to Warsaw because I don't think Nigel Clough will let them not bounce back. It's a very good point. It's a, it is a good point, but I just I feel the trajectory that Salford are on, and I I can't feel it's uh, slowing down anytime soon. No, that's fair. But we'll that's see. We'll fair. see. Um, so moving on, we've got a couple of big games, but, um, we'll look at, should we go to the other end of the table and we'll look at Sutton versus Colchester, who obviously both teams aren't doing brilliantly. Sutton rock bottom of the league on 22. Colchester just three places above them on 30 points. Neither team are doing very well. Neither team... I don't think you can really pick a favourite. You can pick Colchester based on the league, but I don't think consistency-wise you can pick a, a favourite and be like, yeah, they, they should probably win that game. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing about Sutton, and I don't want to make it the Bradford show, but both times we played them, they didn't look that bad. They didn't look like a team at the bottom of the table. You know, they had, they were in our box enough times to score some goals. They had some decent chances. We just scored one and they didn't, you know. Um, but first time we played them away, they beat us 2-1, you know. And they, there's nothing that came from that to make me think, yeah, these are bottom of the league. Whereas, you know, Forest Green, Forest Green, to me, 
have appeared a lot worse in the way they've played and just in their results. But at the same time, the league doesn't lie. And it doesn't matter how well they play, they're still at bottom at league because they're not scoring enough goals and they're letting too many in, really. Um, Colchester, similar. that Just a team that we played, we beat, we beat them once, straw once. And I think that the biggest talking point that you'll hear about Colchester pretty much until until they leave is about the Cowleys. You know, that's a big talking point. You know, they've come. Everyone will have been sniffing around them. Grimsby, Lincoln, us. You know, they nearly took our job, but they changed their mind. And I think um, I think that's that's a massive talking point, especially for their positioning table. And for me, the impression I get is that Colchester, performance-wise, wise, has turned around massively. You know, they might not be picking up results on and off and going going on a massive run like a couple of people at bottom at table have done. But I, th- I think they've definitely changed it for the better. Um, whether or not it'll massively impact the season, I don't think so. I, I do think that, I don't know. I'll, I'll let you speak because I, I need a breather after that. No, it's all right. I think you're completely spot on. I think um, the Cowleys is a massive talking point for Colchester. And I, I think they'll keep them up this season, but I'm going to be really quite excited to what happens next season because this isn't the first time the Cowleys have been in League Two with a team who, on paper, shouldn't do incredibly well. Like, with what they did at Lincoln City, I'm not saying it can be completely replicated, but they've got that experience and the know-how and the sort of players that they'll need to get themselves out of this league. And I'm not saying Colchester go on a title push next season because I don't know if that's completely reasonable to say, but if they really invest in the Cowleys, I don't see a reason why Colchester won't become more of like a playoff pushing team in the next couple of seasons. Um, a rebuild over the summer, a good season, draw some more decent players to them because at the minute they don't have much of a pull. Their pull is yeah. they are an EFL team, but looking at the league table and you know, performances this season, not a very good EFL team. That can change though. And yeah, with Sutton, they absolutely, they demolished Notts 5-1 at the start of the season. Let's get that out of the way because they were much better than we were. We played them in a couple of weeks and I really, really want to get revenge on Sutton, which might be harsh because it's like kicking someone when they're down. It is, it is. However, that's exactly what I want to do. (laughs) <laughs> um, but I get what you mean over the like their performances haven't been great they've been better and as you can see with their recent results they've all been quite close there's never really been many goals in it like the loss to you 1-0 lost Wrexham 2-1 Morecambe 1-0 Doncaster 1-1 Harrogate 2-1 then they drew against Walsall drew against Mansfield drew against Barrow like they haven't had on like they aren't terrible results like a what no. losing by a goal against Wrexham or losing by a goal against Bradford is not a bad result for Sutton. It just it's all culminated at the same point where they need some results going their way. And I mean, they've got Colchester, then they've got us, but then they've got Tranmere and they've got Grimsby and they've got Forest Green and Accrington Stanley, all in kind of the same block of games, which is where they really need to start picking up some points if they want to stay up. 
I just don't see that happening. I see. I don't know. I think Sutton I... could come away with something. No, no chance. No Do you really chance. not think? It's because, and again, it's off when they played us, and you know, oh, you don't know, man. But it's like they played all right against us, but still didn't show anything. You know, like they they held up against us, but they didn't show anything. You know, they had a couple of chances, but they didn't show anything. And I feel like it seems to me that's the story of the whole season. I know at the start of the pod, I said, oh, well, we played really good on Wednesday, but we didn't score. It's all right. But at the same time, Sutton, when Sutton played, it wasn't like, oh, my God, we're going to lose. It was just like, all right, this is either going to be a nil-nil or we win. Like They're just not winning this. And, and it, it's a shame because I don't think some of the players they've got are that bad but they're just not getting the results and I don't really know what there is to you know what what can they do about it realistically and then Colchester the only difference is they seem to be on a bit more of an up whereas Sutton never really were apart from first game of season yeah no I get what you mean Uh, (laughs) um, right well We'll cut to the chase, shall we? And we should get some predictions in. I think Sutton will get something. I think they're going to draw. I'm going to say it's going to be a really nice, easy, boring 1-1. Ooh, Sutton are going to score a goal. <laughs> um, not many, not many goals. Just the one. I think, let's have a look. Sutton, I'm going to say a 1-0 win for Colchester. A 1-0 United. win for Colchester? I, I think that. I, I just, I can't, I feel like it's a, it's still a big game for Colchester and they're going to be putting their all into it, you know? Yeah. No, no, I get that completely. Um, and I think it's about time we, we cut to a little, little advertisement. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Right. Well, and there we have it. That is by far my favourite advert in the world. Do you know what? You said it in the first one. It couldn't have been topped. I think it just it has was. been. You know, it probably were the same advert anyway, but, you know. Maybe. And I'm sure it'll be top next time we have a podcast as well. Uh, but we love adverts. We do love them. So thank we you do. to our advert people. Thank you. 
Right, <laughs> moving swiftly on. <laughs> we'll bounce back to the top end of the table as uh, Gillingham take on Wrexham at home. Um, what are your immediate thoughts? Wrexham win. I mean, I know we meant to build up to the results, so I won't tell you what score. But um, yeah, Gillingham are just Gillingham for me. I thought this about them last season. I think they've been the same all season. I think they're just a team. I feel like they had a good start and now they're just a team. They're not going down, but I think they're going up. I wouldn't be guaranteed. I wouldn't be saying we're guaranteed to win. I wouldn't say Wrexham are guaranteed to win, but nothing Gillingham are doing or have done have convinced me. Oh, yeah. We need to watch out for those. I, I think... There was a problem at the start of the season with Gillingham. And it's that they were winning games, but they were only scoring one goal. And, you know, if the other team scores, then they were kind of in trouble. And they had that defensive stability to get them on the run at the start of the season. But I think, you know, you've got to look at who they're going up against. And and Gillingham, they're not a bad side. But I just... They're, I'd say they're an unconvincing side for me. There's I nothing. There's nothing. You up? No, no. Carry on, please. I, I will. Um, there's, there's nothing too amazing about Gillingham for me, and obviously, oh, we hate the Wrexham talk, but like, you look at Wrexham squad and you think, Jesus Christ, they're they're scoring goals, they're winning games. They've got us just on paper the best squad in the league. Would you say? I think I think there's not even an argument. I don't like to admit it, but yeah, I think it's probably a very fair assessment to say on paper they have got the best like quality in in their squad, especially in terms of the depth as well. It's it's ridiculous. Um, I think. Wrexham are definitely the favourites going into this game, and as they should be. They're in third, doing really well. Again, three points off top spot, one point off second. Um, and Gillingham are just outside the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I want to um, talk more about it, but I don't really know what there is more to say. Wrexham are more I'm, than likely going to win again. Yeah, which is, um, which is scary. It is Wrexham. They beat them last time out. They won 2 0 at the race course. Um, obviously, now Gillingham have the home advantage. Whether they can do anything like uh, use that advantage in any way kind of remains to be seen. Um, yeah, uh, I've looked at the goal difference. Um, around minus eight goal difference, which sort of leads on to what I, I believe about them not scoring enough. Wrexham are on 16. Wrexham and Wrexham are scoring a lot of goals. Yes. They're just coming up out of a dip, but I feel like, you know, here's an analogy. Do you ever play those games on your phone where it'd be like a like a, a penguin like surfing through some dunes? Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know? The, view, the, the listeners will. The listeners will. <laughs> anyway... You know, when you go down a hill, once you come back up, you've got that momentum. You know what I mean? To fly a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like Wrexham are a strong team. You know, they've gone up the dip. Now they're on the up and they're just going to go. 
And I feel like they're just going to push on. Definitely top three for me. It just feels like they've had their bad run, sorted it out, and they're getting down to business. Um, Gillingham, good side, very good side, but not so good results-wise. And I think that's part of the problem with them. Yeah, I'd like to... Th- I think it'd be quite a close game. I don't think it's going to be a case of a like a, a smashing for either. Um but mm. I don't see Gillingham doing much against Wrexham. I don't see them like they they beat Notts three one the other week and just completely outplayed us. Um, but then everyone's beating Notts at the minute, so it's not really much to go on. Um, so like they can play football, they can score goals, and they can do it well. It's just whether they will against Wrexham. I think it. I don't know. Do you think the occasion sort of gets to people sometimes? Do you think the occasion, like with all the Hollywood hype and everything around Wrexham, do you think that kind of could get to teams in any way? I don't know. It might not do. Well, in a, in a sense that they play better because of who they're playing. Or do you mean worse? I don't know. I suppose it could go either way, couldn't it? Because I feel like there's an, there's always an an expectation for Wrexham to win because of the almost the story surrounding them and that can either play negatively on the opposition and think oh well everyone thinks that like almost starts doubting yourself because you just you'll look at it each week and assume that Rex are going to win and then they come to play you and you think oh Christ or is it like more of a right we need to upset the script we need to we need to change this we need to do focus on ourselves and I think that's kind of what they go for but do you think whether that I'm completely pulling at straws, by the way. I could if, be completely... If I were Gillingham right now, if I was a Gillingham fan, a player, you know, anyone, and I think even Parky at Wrexham, I feel like they'll just say, listen, Gillingham need to turn up if they want to get playoffs. You know, they can't just sit around around the playoffs because it's an unreliable way to go about it. They're playing a big team. They're not expected to win pressure's off but you've got to go at them you know you've got to go for a result here because it's crunch time in the season now and with how tight it is around playoffs they've got to go for it and that to me could maybe inspire something but I'm I'm still going to say that I'm not too convinced about Gillingham I just I feel like they're going to be there or thereabouts but not there I don't think they'll be able to put together a consistent run of form Whereas Wrexham, you know, they've got the squad. They've had a dip in form. They need to push on. Both teams trying their hardest, you know. Wrexham win, I think. and I, I, I feel bad for Gillingham saying it for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Because they're not a bad squad, but I just, I, I don't back them that much. And yeah. No, I think... It's it's hard when Gillingham, like you've said, Gillingham are a very good squad. They won't be, you know, around the playoffs. They're only outside the playoffs on goal difference. They wouldn't be there if they weren't a good team. And it like yeah. it's kind of the same with. I'm going with the same sort of thing as the Salford Mansfield that I expect Wrexham to win, but if Gillingham get a result, I wouldn't be shocked. I don't know because I've I've I feel like I've slandered them a lot. But I feel like it might sound like, say, any Gillingham fans listening, I, I don't mean to be harsh. I'm just not convinced. And, you know, I do agree with you. But at the same time, 
I'd I would I'd put money on Wrexham to win, but if Gillingham won, I'd think oh, bits a little bit on that. You know, it. I, I think I'd still be surprised if Gillingham won, um, but not you know knocked out of my seat, socks blown off. I wouldn't be that shocked. Yeah, no, it's. I think we, I think we're putting a lot of pressure on the fact that we don't think Gillian going to do very well when they quite easily could do very well. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll skip past it. We've spoken way too much on this on this one. Um, I'm going to go with a, despite what I've literally just said, I'm going to go for a three-one Wrexham win. <laughs> I I am going to go for a two-one Wrexham. <laughs> three-one. Gillian, oh, yeah, I'm super sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Please, like, you can you can quite easily ignore our predictions. I kind of half looked at the ones we made a couple of weeks ago, and I think we I don't think I got one right. I don't think um, we got any of them right. No, I don't think we did. So this isn't a reliable source for anything. Um, but but you can smile and laugh and maybe even cry while listening to this. And I think that's really something special that we provide. There's a beauty in that. Um, should we go? Should we get it out of the way and get rid of the most boring game of the week, which is going to be Accrington Stanley versus Crawley Town? Yeah, I mean, it's going to have a total of about five fans in attendance, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, to me, well, oh, sorry, go on, go on. No, I've interrupted you. Go on, it's 12th versus 14th, they're both on the same games played. They're both on the same points. I I don't know how this is going to go because I just I can't see anything but a nil nil. All right, you've jumped the ship. You've jumped the ship. I have um, jumped, sorry, I jumped way ahead. Ignore well, me. Let's well, we are a we are you know closing down on time because we spent a, about forty minutes talking about Bradford and Knotts, but it's fine. Um, for me, Crawley. I know we're trying to save time, so I'm going to be quick this time. Crawley and Accrington are a very similar team. They had good starts to the season, and I think they're living off that now. I don't think they're a bad side, and I don't think I'd be comfortable playing either of them. I mean, Crawley beat us twice, you know, the walloped us at home. But um, I, I wouldn't be comfortable playing them all, but I'm not biting my nails on the way to the, to the game. I think they're both just sides who are decent, not amazing, but decent. Had a great run at start of the season, and now they're just sort of seeing season out. I'm going to say 1 0 Aki. Well, I'm just looking, and, and I know I know we keep saying this, and I know we're trying to condense it for time, uh, but Crawley won 3 1 last time at home. Yeah, but when when was that? It was the 11th of November. Oh, so it's not as early in season as I thought it was. No, Crawley, Crawley are massively overperforming this season compared to what everyone thought they would be. Um, and Accrington Stanley are the most twelfth position team ever made. Um, <laughs> it's got to be like a nil-nil or a one-one. It's gonna. I, I can't see this been the game of the week. So I, gonna... I I mean I don't think anyone is. No, it's, I'm gonna it's... go. Go on. 
I was going to say, me. I think I'm going to go for a 1 1. I'm just going to get some goals in there. Two whole goals? Two no. entire goals. None of this half goal is rubbish. No, exactly. Fed up, that's ruining the game. <laughs> um, right, we've got that one out of the way. Um, Stockport, we haven't mentioned Stockport. Well, we've mentioned we Stockport, we haven't no. spoken about Stockport yet. And they play Swindon. Now, Swindon are an interesting club because they should be doing better than they are. But, but they're they, down at 18th. And Stockport are doing fantastically, but they haven't won in their last three in the league. Um, this is surely where they're going to find the next win, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, similar to what we said about Mansfield, it's all about putting together a run, you know, uh, grinding it out till end of the season, not really taking any shit. You know, they've just got to go for it now because they'll be fucking fuming if they don't. And that's as simple as it is, if you excuse my French. But I feel like they need to do this, you know. Or if they bottle it, they might get second. But I, I feel like the mentality at Stockport is, no, we need to do it. Because they were there last season, and you know they've they've come back this season, and they're making sure they get the job done. Similar to Mansfield, um, I think I think Stockport will win, and I think they'll win the league as well. Spoiler alert! I think as a Stockport fan, you'd be gutted if you don't win the league now. Yeah. Obviously, I think you'd still be excited if you get automatics because obviously you're getting promoted, um, but. After the start and the kind of mid-season they've had, if they if it all comes to a like a bit of a crash at the end of the season, last 10, 15 games of the season, it starts to pick up a bad run. And because like, it's very like we keep saying how close the table is. Like there's three points between first and third. Yeah. And it's like you could quite easily like a couple of bad games and results not going your way, and you're not in the automatics anymore. So it's incredibly tight. But I don't think Stockport will win the league. I think Mansfield will win the league. Ooh. I think Stockport need to carry... I think Stockport will win. I think they need to keep winning. But I think Mansfield will do the same and they've got a game in hand. And I just... I think it's going to go down to the wire, but I, I think it'll be Mansfield who comes away title winners. Um, And yet Swindon, they're not going to get relegated. They're 16 points off the relegation zone and Forest Green and Sutton, I don't think are going to go on some mad run streak, win streak now. Yeah. Um, they've had a really disappointing season. They've had a lot of stuff off the pitch that has been poor for them as well. Um, but this season is a, it's just a complete write-off for them. They need to kind of just see this out now, try and pick up points where they can. But for me, Swindon feels like a bit of a nothing season now. They've got nothing to prove really. Yeah. They've got nowhere to go upwards. I mean, they could, I suppose, mathematically make a late push for the playoffs, but I don't see it happening. I um, think there's too too much quality above them that are going to, you know, Newport, Notts and Bradford, and Salford. I just feel like that's that's just going to be where it is. I think it'd be one of those four who make it. Yeah, been... no, I think you're right. There's. There is. There's. There's too many teams. There's too much quality above them. I don't think they'll do it. But obviously, I don't think they're getting relegated either. So, Wyndon, I don't feel have any pressure on them at the minute. I think it's just, like I've said. I think it's a write-off season. They've just got to see this out, pick up points when they can, play as well as they can to rebuild again in the summer. But Stockport, yeah. this Stockport, I know they've got injury problems at the moment. 
like a lot of injury problems. But they need to be winning this game if they want to keep. Not going to say if they want to keep the title hopes alive because it's not. I don't think it's that to the wire yet. But if they want to make it easy on themselves, they need to start winning games again, and they've got to start tomorrow in my eyes. I think um, they will start tomorrow with a with a three nil win. A three nil win. Wow. Yep. Three whole okay. nils. Three mighty nils. Um. I think Stockport will win. I don't think it'll be three nils. I think it might just be the one nil. Just the one nil. Just the one nil. I feel like it's going to be quite a close. Not, not close in either team. Team could win it, but almost like you you explained Sutton earlier on, are a team who can just kind of defend and defend and defend, but not show anything. I feel like that will be the same thing. Stockport will just be attacking and attacking and attacking, and they'll make a breakthrough, but. Swindon will just make it hard for them. That's how I see it going. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be too surprised if it went that way, but I'm, I'm going for a 3-0. I feel like it's going to be a statement result from Stockport County. Yeah. Um, Morecambe versus Grimsby. Morecambe, not doing badly. Mathematically could get to the playoffs with this game, I think. Um, I believe so. The, yeah, they're a point off. So, it, if results go their way, which I imagine they all could do, uh, they could find themselves in seventh, um, which I think they... Ooh. Did they get relegated from League One last season? Did they come down? They did. They did. Yes. I mean, I, I don't think this has been a bad season for them, considering relegation last season. Um. But they had a bit of a poor... Did they have a really poor run at the start of the season? Is that where I'm getting that from? I think they... Are, I feel like it was in the middle of the season, you know. Right, okay. Because they, they had a brown patch. They had quite a big brown they, they patch. They had a brown patch, yeah. It's a bit of skid mark. <laughs> Sorry about that one. Um, yeah. Um, Morecambe aren't a bad team. I don't think they're an incredibly like exciting team either. But then, obviously, neither are Grimsby. David Artel, yeah. we spoke about this a lot on the first one, so I don't think we need to go into it like too much in detail about Artel, but he has not, he has not turned Grimsby around the way we thought he would do and still hasn't. Um, yeah. I'm really sorry about the beeping outside. I'm, I'm afraid I can't control that. They've seen you and they've gone, is that Matthew from the... League Two preview podcasts. They're, yes, they're it real, is. Um, is that lower league looks own? Man, yeah. <laughs> um, I've no idea what's going on, so I apologise. Um, please, Charlie, carry on. Uh, yeah, like you said, we spoke about Artel. It's the same situation, and I think it might be the same situation until the end of the season. I think they'll stay up. I think they'll jam it. I don't think the credit will be to Artel if they stay up. I think they will stay up and then Artel will sort them out in summer. Morecambe, I thought they'd go down. I don't know why. I thought they'd go down. They've had a very strange season, though. Very strange. Yeah. They've had Eric Adams leaving. Derek Adams has already left Ross County, who he departed from Morecambe for. Um, right now, it just feels like they're banging out results and, you know, pushing on. I just... what? Close your blinds, man. They can see 
<laughs> but yeah, Morecambe, they're a good sign. I wouldn't be surprised if they made playoffs, but I'm not expecting them to result. I'm going to be really nice to Grimsby and say 2-1 two, two, to Morecambe. But I'd, I thought you were going to say 2-1 to surprised. Grimsby. No, no, they're not winning. <laughs> no, on. no, come on now. Let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, where is it at? Is it at... Oh, it's at Morecambe. Yeah, there's no chance Grimsby are winning. Um, we say that now and they'll go and win like 4-0 as like a statement. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be... I, I keep predicting low scores. I'm, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to really push the boat out. Really? I'm going to say it's going to be a 4-1. So, to more to Morecambe, to definitely to Morecambe. <laughs> it won't surprise me. They're scoring some decent goals now. They've got what's his name? They've got Mickey, that fella. Is it Mickey Mellon? Yeah, it is. It is. I'm really bad with names, guys. Sorry about that. Um, but I'm yeah, sure I've got that right. He'll score. He'll score. Probably. Yeah, he's doing very well. Um, if. I need to make sure I've actually got the right person there because I'm really right, worried. Right. This... It is. Okay. All right. I'm, I trust you. I trust you. They've also got Archie Mayer, who I absolutely love from his time in Notts County. Absolute cult hero. They've got Jan yeah, Songo, who I loved at um, Bradford. He's a, he's a cult hero, if you want to talk about a cult hero. Wow, Mate, there's no more cult hero than Archie Mayer can get, and I, I stand by it. <laughs> you've not... You've... If Jan Songo ever plays for Notts County, you'll know exactly what I mean. Exactly what I mean. Archie Mayer played about four matches in a Notts shirt last season. Came off in the came on in the playoff final for penalties and saved two of them to send us up. He is the definition of a cult hero. I will die on this hill. The best thing Jan Songo did was maybe score a header against Scunthorpe. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> um again, oh, we've we've done the same thing as like the first time where we get near enough at the end and we've got to rush a few. It's more content. Yeah. I mean you know, away fans, some teams are going Stockport fans are going to Swindon. Not Swindon. Yeah, they are going to Swindon. Or Swindon coming to Stockport. Swindon anyway, going to Stockport. What are you on about? Oh, well, Swindon there's fans travelling and they're gonna to get to listen to this lengthy podcast the whole way. They are. They are. They're going to love every minute of it. Every single um, one. Uh, Doncaster, Wimbledon. We'll just kind of quick fire these ones again. Doncaster have actually turned their seat. Like, we, we, we go on about Grant McCann quite a bit. But Doncaster aren't on a bad run. They've unbeaten in the last four in the league. Won two of them. Um, like They're not doing badly yeah. considering their season, but they are still 20th. Which, considering their squad, they shouldn't be. Um, Wimbledon, however, are ninth. Have you know they've lost? They lost last uh, on Tuesday against Crawley, actually. And then, <laughs> oh my God! So they lost against Crawley on Tuesday, drew against Morecambe on Saturday, and lost against Accrington the Tuesday before. Oh dear! <laughs> so then, really not on great form at the moment. Yeah. Um, I, I think Donny will win. I really do. You think it's a Donny win? 
I do. We've slandered Grant McCann. He's he's listened to the pod and he's shutting us up now. He has. He said, right, lads, listen. This is what I'm actually capable of. And he's doing it. So, fair He's, fair. he's only got him down there for, for the lols. He's only doing it for like... For yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's got him down there just so that he can get them to win the league later on. Yeah, That's this, all. This is actually a title push from Grant McCann. It's all been a big scheme. He's got it all planned out. He knows exactly... He's been totting up the points each game. It's the script's been written, you know. He knows. He knows what he's doing. And how, how so many points are they on top spot actually? Uh, so they're on thirty six, and Stockport are on sixty two. So what's so that? They 28 might, points. Twenty six points. Yeah, something like that. They need twenty seven. They need twenty seven to go top, or a, or a bucket of goals to come with it. Yes, yes, they, yes, I do because their goal difference is minus fifteen. Uh, whereas Stockport's stop is twenty nine, uh, so they've really got to turn it around. Uh, I'm, I feel um, bad for laughing at Donny, but I, I have respect for you. Grant McCann's showed us up, uh, and I see the vision. Yeah, see the vision. Yeah. So um, with that in mind, Doncaster are going to win twenty one nil. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say 2 0 me to Doncaster. Um, Wimbledon are going to win. It's going to be a 2 1 Wimbledon win. Not 21 0. Oh, you're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Oh. Um, uh, right, that was done. That was done. That was done. That was, that was, that was, MK Dons versus Newport. That is actually going to be quite an interesting game. That is a good game. I don't know why we didn't do this earlier on. Mike Williamson. Yeah, Williamson, unreal coach. Newport have lost one in their last five, and that was against uh, us. Just wanted to get that one in again. Um, So they've kind of, they've re, uh, they they suffered a a heavy defeat to Notts County, 3-1. Rebounded straight away with a 1-0 win over Gillingham. Um, And obviously that's a good result. Um, For Newport, they are, what maybe they're two points? Yeah, they're two points off yep. the playoffs, but sit eight eight places below them, which is ridiculous. Um, I, I think this could go either way. I think that's I, I, I agree, yeah. Because I, MK I think... Dons are on form, but yeah. Newport are really on form. The thing is with MK Dons is they have a lot of, they, they have goals disallowed even when they score them. So if they can get over that issue, then um, I would, it it was a goal. We all saw the replay. <laughs> clearly went um, over the line. Yeah, um, but yeah, MK Dons. I'm a big fan of MK Dons this season. Big fan of Mike Williamson. But no, I'm not going to say it. no buts. I was going to say but Newport are on a better run. But at the same time, I I do think. MK Dons have a significantly better squad. I think they, they're capable of a lot more than Newport. So, no offence to Newport. I am going to back MK Dons. I'm going to back the Milton Keynes boys. Yeah. No. I think you're right. I, Newport have got a good squad. They are doing very, very well at the minute. But MK Dons, I think... they are. I think MK Dons are like a powerhouse, almost. Like, 
they have a couple of bad results, but they just still maintain the same progression and it's constantly on the up. I wouldn't be massively surprised to see them take on getting to fourth place and even maybe maybe start challenging for the automatics, maybe challenge for third place. I think they will. I think I they don't will. Think that surprise me. Um, so yeah, with that in mind, I think uh, I think I'm going to join you with an MK Don's win. I'm going to go um, two nil. I'm going to go for a one nil MK Don's win. Um, I think they're good, but I also think Newport are good. I think it'll just simply come down to who's the better side, and I, I do believe it's MK Don's. Yeah, I think it, I think you're right. I think it'll come down to what what happens on. Obviously, it'll come down to what happens on the day, but. <laughs> It's such yeah, a, it's such a bad cliche, isn't it? Um, That's the right, best our penultimate take. game. Our penultimate game of this podcast is Forest Green versus Tranmere. Now, there's a reason this one's been left quite near the end, and it's because it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> Forest Green sits seven point six points adrift um, behind Grimsby, who have a game in hand on them, and Tranmere. Aren't getting playoffs and aren't getting relegated, and are just stagnated at like the lower mid table. Forest Green are going to get relegated unless they have a mad rush with their new coach, which I think is possible, but I don't see it happening. Um, I just, I think there's just not a lot of talking points on this one, really. No. I mean, Tranmere were rock bottom at some point early in the season for quite a decent bit then just woke up put a run together they were one of the most informed teams in the league Forest Green are shite um, so you know no offence Forest Green fans that's put, I, I've been offending a lot of people today so I apologise but Forest Green they've just not got anything to show for it pretty confident they're going down and again, it just goes down at the table for me. Tranmere higher in table and Forest Green. Despite the table, I do think they're worse than Sutton. So I just think they'll lose. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think it's important to remember as well, Tranmere have, in my eyes, one of the best players who's played against Notts this season, which is Rob Apter, who is an absolutely, who's an absolute magician with the ball. Um, I don't know if you remember when he played against Bradford. Obviously, I don't. But when he played against Knotts, he was by far the best player on the pitch and just ran us ragged when they beat us. Um, They weren't that good when they beat us. They got Mark Hughes sacked, but I, I genuinely think we just let in, let in easy goals. Um, So I, I can't say he stood out to me, but yeah. Tromir, yeah, I, mean, I hope you stay up and you will stay up and I hope you beat Forest Green. Yeah. No, we, we share very similar points of views there. I'm going to go for it. I think Tramir will win 3-1. Really? I think Tramir will win 2-0. I don't think they'll... Abs- well, I think they'll thump them, but I don't think they'll, you know, rain rain goals upon their net. Um, <laughs> I do... I don't think Forest Green will score. I'm just not convinced they'll score. Tramir are going to win, that's about it. Um, and on to our final game of this Saturday. We made it. We've made it to the end and we're only about four or five minutes over the time we should be. 
Um, it's Harrogate versus Warsaw. Warsaw uh, 16th, won the last two, unbeaten in three. Well, they've lost one in the last five. Um, not on bad form at all. Their results um, have been pretty good as well. Yeah, no, I mean, they beat Mansfield, which is a huge one. They beat Morecambe midweek, drew against Crawley, lost to Newport, drew against Gillingham, drew against Sutton. Actually, their results haven't been that great. They did beat Wrexham not too long ago. Oh, that was in December. Never mind, I've scrolled too much. Their win against Mansfield is a big one. And then they, they've kind of kept that momentum going with the win against Morecambe. I I I think this one's going to be a really close game. I could see this maybe been a draw. I think Harrogate are doing really well this season, but they've had their confidence knocked quite significantly by uh, Mansfield when they put nine past them. They scored essentially a goal every 10 minutes, which is really oh, quite bad. Is, yeah. uh, and then drew to Crew, which again, a draw against Crew isn't a bad result. But after that sort of result, you need to bounce back with a win to kind of get your confidence back again. Yeah. They failed to do that. And I think that's going to play on them. I don't think they're going to beat this informed, more informed Warsaw side, if I'm honest. I, I, I agree. I think there may be a shout. Not not a shout. I think they're in the conversation for playoffs, Walsall. Um, but at the same time, I don't think we need to ignore that Harrogate have made it to the playoffs. And I think they've snuck up on everyone there. You know, it's almost as though like everyone's like, "Oh, it's Harrogate. They won't stay in the playoffs. <laughs> they could very well stay in the playoffs." And you know, essentially, two good teams. I think that maybe a bit underestimated as of right now. I yeah. think a draw as well. I think a draw. I think a draw is probably would be a fair result. I think looking it at it, but whether that happens or not, I don't know. But yeah, I think I'm going to go for a 2-2. I think 2-2. Do you yeah. know what? That's really, really cute because I've put a 2-2 as well. Oh, well, that's the only one we've agreed with. And it'll um, be wrong as well. So It be almost definitely will be. But if you really, really value mine and Charlie's opinion, we think it's going to be a 2-2 draw. <laughs> um, and that, I think, kind of nicely brings us to the to the end of the podcast. To the end. Is there wow. is there a specific game that you really are excited for apart from the Bradford game? Um, apart from the Bradford game, yes, I'd say MK Don's Newport's going to be very interesting because I want to see who's going to win that. You know, that's it. I'll keep an eye on the Grimsby one as well, just because. Come on, Grimsby, sort yourselves out. It'd be nice to see Grimsby get something for a change. Um, I really don't think they deserve to go down. I just think they're not getting results. And um, yeah. What about yourself? I I think I'll be keeping an eye on the Mansfield game. Um that'll be one that interests me because I re I know we've both gone for a Mansfield win, but I couldn't like we said, I wouldn't be surprised if Salford come away with something. Yeah. I, I, I think it yeah. I think if Salford do come away with something, even if it's a draw. The title weight, the title race gets blown open even more than it already is, and that's just exciting. So that that'd be the game I'm looking forward to. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it, really. 
I think it is. Um, so, well, thank you ever so much for listening. Uh, if you've made it this far, I apologise for the amount of waffle that comes into these podcasts, but yeah, you, you kind of know what to expect now. Um, it's your own fault. We hope you enjoyed our little preview and good luck for your teams going forward. If you've enjoyed this audio on like Spotify or Apple or iTunes or however you've listened to it, if you want my giving us a five-star rating, that'd be greatly appreciated. If you're watching on YouTube, hello and goodbye. Um, thank you for watching. If you don't mind liking, give us a comment. Just interact with us. Tell us what we've done wrong. Tell us what we've done right. If you want to see some bits, please let us know. If you want more, like we looked at some um, players we want to look towards or reverse fixtures or any sort of segments, anything like that, please let us know and we'll try and incorporate them as much as we can do. Ooh, but yeah, that's about it. So, well, thank you very much for listening slash watching and uh, we'll see you next week.